Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I want to ask you a question. Why did you start a direct sales business? One of the biggest reasons people start a direct sales or network marketing business is because they want freedom, financial freedom, flexibility, freedom from the stress of a nine to five, freedom. The problem is sometimes growing your direct sales business to that point can be overwhelming, confusing, and sometimes downright hard. And I want to help. That's why I'm hosting a free two-day virtual event for direct sellers coming up on March 3rd and 4th. I've invited seven industry leaders and influencers to come and share their wisdom and knowledge with you so that you can get the tools you need to create the freedom you want. Topics that will be covered are mindset, systems creation, copywriting, growing a team, content creation, building a community, and so much more. Plus, there'll be live coaching, dance parties, and so much more. Think about it. What would having freedom in your life mean for you? Maybe no more stress when it comes to money, freedom to make your own schedule, the ability to travel and connect with family and friends whenever you want, burdens lifted, the list goes on. All you have to do to join me for this free virtual event is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom to claim your free seat. Again, all you have to do is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom. I simply can't wait to see you there. Now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty from overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. Oh my word. I am so excited because tomorrow is day one of the virtual summit, the Freedom Summit for Direct Sellers. And I am so excited. I've been working towards this for so long. And if you're not already signed up, sister, friend, you need to sign up. Just go to Rachel A. Perry forward slash freedom so that you can sign up for this event. It's a two-day free event. You heard it at the beginning of the podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I mean, just amazing speakers. I'm super excited to get to know you guys, coach with you, see your faces. Oh, it's going to be so much fun, which is why this week I thought it would be a really good idea to talk about how to get the most out of a virtual event, or really, really, this could be applied to anything. This could be applied to an in-person conference. This could be applied to any training that you have. This is this is a strategy that I've learned that I find so helpful, and I thought this is probably the best time to share it with you because a lot of you are going to be joining me for the Freedom Summit tomorrow, and 
and and when and Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday. And so I thought, what better time than now? to share this with you. And I know that one of my students, Carrie, also asked about doing this, about how to make the most of it. Because if you're like her and and so many other people, you have all these trainings, you take all these notes, and then you're like, what do I do with all these notes? Now, I just have notebooks and notebooks full of notes, and I'm just not sure what to do with them. Do you, do you ever, does that ever happen to you? Well, don't you worry, because I've got your back. I'm going to give you a system today that will help you for all events that you have, especially this one coming up, help you make the most of what you learn. Because there's nothing worse than investing in yourself, investing, whether it be money or time, and you're like taking all, you're learning all this information, taking all these notes, and then you don't do anything with it, right? So today I'm going to give you a strategy. It's a, it's a, I'm looking here. It's a three step strategy, possibly four if you do the last step. And it really has helped me a lot. And I know that a lot of friends that I have who are also like multi six and seven figure business owners follow this strategy as well. So without further ado, let's get to this episode, shall we? So let's talk about how to make the most out of an event, whether it be virtual, in person, it doesn't matter. This is going to work for anything. The first thing you need to do is set aside time, okay? Set aside time for whatever this is, whether it be a training, whether it be a conference. I mean, if it's an in-person conference, you're obviously setting aside time, (laughs) right? Because you have to go there. But it's it's harder, I think, with virtual events because you have these distractions, right? You still have your family here, possibly if it's, you know, during the pandemic, you have the pulls of home life. And so it's really important for you to map out and set aside the time. And so whether it be writing it down on your calendar, putting it in your phone, telling your husband, whatever it is, you need to say, okay, this is my time that I am focusing on this training. And then you need to turn off all the distractions. So with with when I'm doing virtual conferences, what I do is I put a sign outside my door or the, the kids know that when I close my door, they can't come in. And my kids are all home right now, right? They're doing virtual school. It's going to be interesting because John Mark starts, he goes back to school um, <laughs> the last day of the, the Freedom Summit. But this is what this is what happens, right? We're in we're in a stage where it's easy to get interrupted. And even if you're not doing virtual school, even if you don't have anyone home and you do a conference, a virtual conference or a virtual training on the weekend, this is really good advice. If you're in person at a conference, you got to turn your notifications off so that you don't get distracted. So that's step 1. Set aside the time and turn off the distractions. And here's a reason for that. You need to take this seriously because if you're not all there, you're not going to get as much from it as you could, right? And you are worth it. You are worth giving yourself that time, setting that time aside so that you can learn and grow. So honor yourself and honor your journey by doing that. Now, 
in this situation with the Freedom Summit, it's th- it's two whole days. It's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern. There will be breaks. But still, like I'm fully aware that it is very hard to do something, go to a conference like that when it's free, right? It's easier not to, it's easier to skip it if it's free. So my encouragement to you would be to really decide how much time do you want to spend on this event? Like how much time do you want to invest in this? And you do have the option of purchasing the backstage pass, which means you get all the recordings. But how much time do you want to invest in that? And and mark that off on your calendar. Okay, so step two. Okay, you got to take notes. You've got to take notes. And I think this is probably the problem, right? Is that we take so many notes and then we don't know what to do with them after. And that's fine. That's what I'm going to teach you to do. But something I love to do (laughs) is have a special notebook and a special pen. Well, the pen, it doesn't matter. I, I have special pens all over the place, but I love to get a special notebook. Now, when I did the mastermind for the past four years, I had a special notebook each year they gave us a notebook and I used that notebook so that I could easily access all of my notes whenever I wanted. Now I'm using a different kind of notebook that I'm obsessed with. It's like blank pages. And for some reason that works for me. And I would, so I would use that, right? I would take my, my, the notebook that I love. And then the key is you guys, the key is to do something with these notes. And I'm going to teach you how to do that in just a minute. But it does make a difference when you have something fun to take notes with, right? And sometimes I will, if it's a if it's a long event and I plan on taking lots of notes, I will kind of make that notebook the only notebook for that event. So I won't, don't add anything else into it. Sometimes I do. It just depends. You got to see what works best for you. And I am obsessed with my notebook right now. I cannot even tell you. There are these blank pages <laughs> and it makes me so happy. And I don't know why. I'm guessing maybe the lines. I don't, I, you know, I'm not even going to try to decide why, why I like blank notebooks, but I do. Okay. Number three, step three. This is where it matters. Okay. So, so right after the event, right after the event is ideal. When I traveled to these to these events, um, it would be the time when I was on the plane is when when I was flying home, that's when I would do this. It because so much is virtual now, um, I would encourage you to like do it the next morning. Because after an event, you're exhausted, right? And so you just need time to like decompress. So a great way to do it is like the next morning. But you need to plan time into your calendar to go through your notes. And this is where I think so many people miss the boat. We take notes. We go to the conference. We're super pumped up. We're excited. But then we don't look at our notes again, right? So you need to plan time into your calendar, into your schedule to go over the notes. And the best time to do it is right after the, not, not, not the day of the event, but like the next morning or on the flight home, unless it's a red eye, in which case you got to do it another, you know, as, as soon as you get into the office, right? Or your office or wherever you work. So that is what is important is setting aside the time to go through your notes. Now I'm going to tell you my system for going through my notes. It might work for you. It might not. But you've got to set aside 30 minutes to an hour to go through your notes, okay? This is what's going to make a difference between an awesome event and a freaking incredible life-changing event. It's taking the time to go through your notes and 
refresh your memory, but also because what happens is if it's a, if it's at the beginning of the event, right, and you're taking notes, by the end of the event, you've got so much information in your mind, you've probably forgotten what you wrote down at the beginning. So this is this is such a great way to refresh your mind, to t- to kind of decompress, but also think about what you wrote and think about what the impact is for you. So what I do is I go through my notes and I read over them all. And you can make, like, if you like to doodle or whatever, you could make a little doodle for do now, add to the to-do list, or passing it off for someone else to do. So if you have a team, like if you have people who are working for you, sometimes that's a great thing. So so for me, as I'm learning, I might take notes like, okay, Elizabeth, Becky, whatever, whoever it is, right? The, the, the job, I would give it to them. But for you, it's probably going to be do now and add to the to-do list for later. Okay. And I think a to-do list that has kind of a negative connotation in a way. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a to-do list, but like to do, right? Like to do later. Let's say it like that, to do later. So you go through your notes and if you doodle, you can have a little you know, I, something else I do as well is I make a little book. I don't even, I don't even draw, but just like a little symbol that means books, because oftentimes people will refer to books throughout a training or throughout a conference. And so I'll just jot the word down, the name, the title. And then when I go back over, I will identify that as a book. And those are books that I add to my read list. But let's say you're going through your notes you see things that need to be done now. There are actions that you want to take now. There are things that you learn and you think, okay, I need to implement this now. Now, the thing to remember, you guys, is that you can't implement everything right away, right? And you're going to want to because the reason you wrote it down is because it made an impact in you. And so you have to remember and you have to be able to weigh things like this is something I can do now or this is something I'm going to do later, okay? So as you go through, maybe it's a a technique to do at your parties, or maybe it's a way to start social selling, or maybe it's a way to, you know, your mindset. It's something about your mindset. So you really need to identify do now or add to the, to you know, do later list, okay? And you could use highlighters, you can use different colored pens, whatever it takes. I want you to go through it, create some kind of a code, some kind of a system that will help you know what you're going to focus on now and what you're going to focus on later. Now, here is the next step. If it's what you're going to focus on later, you need to write it down somewhere other than the notebook. So for me, I have a big whiteboard in my room, in my office. And so this kind of goes into step four a little bit, and that's the brain dump right? Now, a brain dump is when you just put write everything down in your brain. Like you just, you spend time and you just write everything out. And my, it doesn't make sense and it doesn't have to make sense, but you're just getting everything out of your brain onto this whiteboard. Now, for me, you might need two whiteboards. You might need to have a whiteboard with a brain dump and you might need to have a whiteboard with um, a, to, a to-do, right? Like future to-dos. Something else I've seen people do is get different colored post-it notes. 
and stick them on the wall and have and have a system that way. So the yellows are, you know, the do now, the pinks are do later, the greens are books to read. However you want to do it, just process the information. Because when you process the information, you're going to be more likely to put it into action, right? You've got this notebook full of gold nuggets. Are you just going to leave it there? Or are you going to use those nuggets and apply them? That's the difference. You guys, these notebooks that you have, that you've taken so many notes in, there are probably some amazing golden nuggets in there. So if you have a lot of notebooks, I encourage you to go through them at some point, not after the conference, because you need to focus on your own actionable items from the conference. But what you need to do eventually is just start looking through your notes, okay? But let's get back to, to this topic. So when you write down or you identify what is the do now and then what is the do later, you have to remember that the do later list can't be done until you've done the do now. Does that make sense? So if you decide, and this also goes back to what is your goal for this year? It's so easy to get distracted and to to kind of, you know, like um, it's easy to get shiny object syndrome, right? When you're like, oh, but this looks like a really good idea. Oh, but this looks like fun. Oh, this looks great. No. What you're going to do is through your notes, the, the things that you have identified as do now, that's what you're going to focus on first. Then when you've checked those things off the list, you're going to start attacking the do later. Okay. And it goes back to what is your goal for the year? What is your vision? What are you shooting for? Stay focused. The notes that you have taken at these trainings and conferences and summits and things like that are golden. I've said that word many times because that's exactly what they are. But if you don't do anything with them, it's not going to have the impact that it should. But if you get over, but on the other, the flip side of that, if you get overwhelmed and you're like, I'm doing all the things, nothing is going to get done. So really categorize do now, do later, and then books or whatever else you want to do. Okay. It's really, really important. I think out of all the information I've given you today, the most important piece is to set aside time after your event, after the training, after the summit, after the conference, whatever it is that you're doing, to really process your notes and identify what you're going to do now and what you're going to do later so that you can really apply what you learn. And then we go to the brain dump. And that is whenever you are trying to brainstorm, whenever you've just come back from an event that's just hugely amazing, you just write everything down. You write everything down and then you decide as well, okay, I'm going to, what is to do and what is to do later? Sorry, what is do now and what is do later? You might not, it might not behoove you. (laughs) I don't know why I just used that word. It might not benefit you to go through your notes and, and jot things down next to it, like do now, do later. But read over your notes and then brain dump and then identify do now and do later. You've got to figure out the system that works best for you, but I guarantee you that taking the notes during 
during the event, making sure you've got distractions turned off, then making time in your schedule to go over the notes right after the event, like the morning after, hugely, hugely important. Identifying your do nows and your do laters. And then not looking at the do laters until you've done the do nows. Okay? You guys, get ready for some massive note-taking at this Freedom Summit. We've got such incredible speakers. Bob Heilig, Brenda Sturr, Rachel McMichael, Jackie Richards, Kim McCarter, Jess Cortez, Kiki Smith. All of these people are leaders in the business that they are in. They're not all direct sales business coaches. They're not all in network marketing, but a lot of them are. And you are going to walk away with some really, really good information. And I am so excited. I hope to see you there. If not, no worries. I'll see you back here next week for another episode of Making the Leap. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.